The WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog is just Adam Pickham pick Scorchers, where you can get a cool 100x. Look, that's $5 to $500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away $100,000. I got to get my $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for 100% positive bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Last minute tickets. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And we are giving away $3,000 in our NFL Second Chance Survivor Contest presented by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Properties. Free to enter, just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. Yes, sir. We are back with another edition of the WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. No me, no the voice, no guys. Me, really real, feeling real, so from Jay here at your service. Tell them to bring me my money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. And you know I have my co-host with me, Scott Studio Rochelle. Scott, what's Scotty, going on? Beat me up. Surprise. Doing pretty well. Looking forward to game three. The sad news is that if the Liberty don't turn it around, this is the last game of the season. So that kind of sucks. But we'll see if the Liberty can survive and force a game four. We'll see what happens. Uh, besides the fact that, one, we want to handicap more games, B, we're also Liberty fans, so we do hope that they can yeah. hang around. I'm a bit skeptical, but we'll see what happens. We'll get into that during the game preview. But, yeah, looking forward to the matchup. Uh, just think it's going to be – at least it better be more entertaining than game two. If it's not, then I'll, I'll be really disappointed because that was an awful game two in general from a fan's perspective. Betting-wise, it was good. I went two and one. Uh, mm-hmm. One block, I had the aces, lost to the dog, had plum 25, and mm-hmm. she had 23, which sucked. But they're also, I mean, it was unfortunate. She fell a little bit short, and I point got assists as my prop, and she got over seven and a half pretty easily. So, pretty good episode for me. Ended up going two mm-hmm. and one, but once again, seeing the Liberty get buried by about 30 points in the first quarter wasn't that fun. Yeah, I, and. Uh... I'm not surprised. I'll say I'm not surprised they got smoked because it just seems like that happens like every now and then. Like every very good series, you probably have those blowout home games where the home team is just clicking on all cylinders and the other team on the road just doesn't get together. And so I think it was one of those situations where it was just kind of like those aces blowout, you know, blowout games. And that's kind of where I'm thinking about this game today because we have, you know, game three of this series, Aces up 2-0, coming over to the Liberty. Total, is, well, the line is minus two and a half. I saw it minus three, minus three and a half earlier this week. It's at minus two and a half. 172 and a half is total. That's stayed true. But really, I think that the only way you can play this, Liberty got to come up big in this spot, right? 
I think they got to at least start out big. I don't know if they're going to be able to do it for a full 40, but you have to at least show some sense of urgency in the first yeah. 10, 20 minutes. I, 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 you can't not. Like, this is literally the season. That, and for all everything that you've heard, because if you sit here and you look at, you know, this playoff run, the Aces have not lost the game still. But you sit here and you look at when you talk about Oh, you have the two super teams. Everybody's talking about this Liberty team on the rise. They put this team together to be able to compete with the Aces. And then you go to the spot. We wait all season for you to compete with the Aces and you fumble both games on the road, which, you know, a series never starts until you win a road game. But you win a, they win a road game here and the series is over. And so I think it starts that starts and is, ends in the same day. Yeah, very much so. So I think that this is a spot where the Liberty get up. I'm with you at the very least in the first half. Like the Liberty are really good after a loss. This was their last game, game two of the WNBA finals. It's the first time all season that the Liberty have lost back-to-back games. And so I got to think they get up at this spot at home. Like I think the defensive intensity is going to be there behind that home crowd. I think that they're going to be able to shoot the ball. I've seen this team get up for the aces at home in person. I've seen it. It's really, really crazy. And I can't get that picture out of my mind. Uh, I think that they go up big at the very least. I'm with you at the very least by half, but I got to go Liberty in this spot. Like I just can't, I can't imagine them getting swept after just, knowing that they can compete with this team, knowing that they are, you know, the quote-unquote super team. do that. Does this team have holes to fill? Did they probably screw themselves out of a championship this year? Yes and yes. But I don't think that in this spot, coming back home after down 0-2 in the WNBA Finals with that home crowd with Barclays, with the first WNBA Finals game in Brooklyn and who knows how long, yeah, I think this is a spot we got to back Liberty here. It's ugly. It's nasty. I feel really bad because I've given out Liberty all three and I'm 0-2 right now, but I can't not bet them in this spot. Yeah, I'm just trying to kind of decipher Sandy Brondello's quotes after game two because she had a couple of quotes which kind of made it sound like the team, I don't want to say quit, but it just seemed like they weren't as engaged as she wanted them to be. Obviously, I mean, they lost by about 30 points in a finals game. But mm-hmm. just to read off some of the quotes that just the overlying theme seemed to be, it just seemed like the team didn't really have much pride. It just seemed like it was willing to just completely fall apart as soon as they faced any adversity in game two, which mm-hmm. is really yeah, not even game two, the second half in game one. It just felt like the aces flipped the switch after game after the first half and the Liberty haven't really responded to it. And that's a bit concerning because it's been about six straight quarters. They've been cooked in simply put. So I don't really feel that optimistic, but I do think if I had to pick a side for the full game, I would lean to the aces because two and a half does feel a little bit short against a team that basically quit on the road. But I do think I have to look at the Liberty first half because we Uh talk time in the NBA playoffs it's one of the most well-known trends there are that there is in actual playoff betting. It's teams down two nothing to lead at the first half in game three, uh-huh. because you're assuming the desperate team's going to show up at home. The crowd atmosphere is going to help them out, and maybe uh-huh. you'll see a little bit of a lazy effort by the team up to nothing because in the back of their mind they think they won the series already. So it's kind of the same spot where I think the Liberty will show up for the first 20 minutes, but over the course of the final 20 and over the course of the full 40, do I think the Liberty are going to fully be able to match the aces? 
I don't. Because I don't think Brondello's that good. And I've said it for months. I think that Becky Hammond is the best coach in this league by a country mile. And I think Sandy... I, I, is it a is it a hot take if I say she's on the hot seat? Probably not because I think it is a hot take because she made the finals. But it's only year one. If she doesn't win a championship at the end of year two, I think she's a hundred percent either if not on the hot seat, gone. But I think year on one, one hand, you made the finals. On the other hand, if you get embarrassed this badly in the finals, that kind of leaves a bitter taste in your mouth. I I, I don't think she's a because somebody's got to be to blame. You got to blame yeah. somebody. You can't get swept in the finals after being you know this is the matchup everybody's been waiting for all year. You can't get swept and then think it's also that. the manner of getting swept. If you lose every game by about like 10, 15 plus points, that's embarrassing. That's on the coach. Yeah. All right. Uh, is next episode that we do going to be a season recap and 2024 look ahead, or is it going to be a game for preview? The Liberty better try to find out if we're going to do another episode on an actual game. I think we're doing a game for a preview. I hope we are, but I'm still going to lean to the aces. So Scott says that we are doing a season wrap-up next episode. I have us doing a game for a preview. And I'm also here to talk to you about, boom, Second Chance Survivor. We're giving up $3,000. Giving out $3,000. Winner take all in our Second Chance Survivor. And this is for the people that, you know, maybe week one, they decided to take, who's somebody that got embarrassed in week one? Uh, maybe they went. Maybe they went Seahawks. A lot of people did. It was back in the Seahawks, thinking the Rams were going to be really bad this year as five and a half point favorites. They were out week one. Uh, a lot of people took the Bills with uh, and Bear out week one. And so, yeah, I think that now you, you have the you opportunity. Want any survivor here. Pools or you need the second chance. So I didn't even get a survivor entry in this year. When by the time it started, I don't know what I was doing, but I didn't. So I'm not in a pool. So I'm definitely doing. Well, this is my first chance, which is very, very unlucky for the people because now I only had one chance and now I'm about to go win. But, hey, we can all out here. It's all good fun. I've been peeking ahead at this week seven trying to decide who I wanted to take. Uh, I, I really wanted to back the Titans after everybody's looking at them look so bad. But they they did the smart thing and took the bye after London. And so I don't know, man. The Patriots are probably going to get this win with the close your eye special this week. So Bills next week just feels like an autoplay. I'm just not even going to think about it. I just might have to go Bills and chop it up. That was the tricky part for my current survivor pools because the Bills play the Giants this week, but I kind of want to save them for New England next week. So I got to figure out how to piece it all together. If if New England wins today, I think there's I think there's no shot that I'm not taking the Bills. Are you are you gonna make it to the parade for New England when they win a football game against the Raiders today? I'm not allowed in the area. Uh, Boston Celtics fans have you know oh. my mugshot. Yeah, my mugshot's okay. up over there. It's like wanted dead or alive. So uh, not really not really my speed for me to show up there. But sportsgillerpodcast.com. They, they, they hated him because he spoke the truth. Hey, man, I mean, I haven't been wrong yet. I'm just I'm waiting on this championship that they keep talking about since 2008, but I haven't been wrong yet. So sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. That is sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. $3,000 up for grabs. Winner take all in our second chance survivor contest presented by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Properties. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just introduced Scorchers, giving you go five for five 
Pick'em Scorchers enjoy a nice 100x payout, plus for a limited time only, underdogs extending the first deposit bonus up to $500. And you have 100K Sundays where 10 people, 10 lucky people, 10 very, very lucky people. And I just want to know what that feeling is like to look at my underdog account and see $10,000 up there. They will win $10,000. When you sign up, use promo code SGPN. Underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. It's been over city here. Is there any shot for an under? I think the only argument you could make for the under would be if game three follows the same exact script as the wings game three did against the aces Uh where the aces kind of come out a bit flat offensively. Uh You see a rock fight break out, but you see the Liberty hang in there because they make the Uh game ugly. And I feel like that's an argument you could make because we know the wings, despite not being as good as the Liberty, they were also a hyper-aggressive and fast offense that was very good throughout the course of the year. So that game was completely against everything the Wings normally do because I guess they decided at home we got to make it ugly and we got to make mm-hmm. this you know, a very physical game and we have to make our presence known. And you can make an argument that maybe the Liberty under the same conditions are going to try to muddy the game up. The problem is... I don't know if the Liberty know how to win games that are muddied up because they also like to play very up-tempo. They're a pretty finesse team. I know that John Quell can dominate on the glass and so can Brianna, but offensively, they're a pretty finesse team. They like to shoot a lot of jump shots. They tend to... I don't want to say they don't really take many layups, but it does feel like a lot of their points are initiated by the guards and they'll try to kick it down low, but it's mostly perimeter stuff. Can we agree on that? Uh, yeah, some not all the time, but it, it's more of like they it's a lot of backdoor cuts. Like when you get to the it's not yeah. really just one player driving ISO drive or anything like that. Like it's, I think they it's work a lot more team from the outer in. That's yeah. How I and look so at they'll it. and so they'll get a lot of backdoor cuts from the perimeter and get the ball inside like that. Or they'll sometimes post up Jock World Jones, but it's not the ground and pound, you know, in body you in the paint type of offense absolutely not and so yeah so that's why i kind of a hard time of believing it's going to follow the same script as the wings game three did against the aces because the liberty just have to honestly the style might not be the issue they just have to play better i think yeah give me liberty team total over man i I think they just make the shots i I think think they they have to i mean you're at home you're assuming they're going to show up the aces defensively have been fine but the Liberty have also just looked completely disoriented offensively for the entire series. So I think I'm going to have to lean to the I don't know. If they lose this game, I don't know what's to be excited about for next season. Yeah. Uh, I, like, I, I, don't know what you, I don't know what you can say that you're excited about. I don't know Bro, what Candace moves. Parker hasn't even played in like three months, and they're one game away from just losing. They're one game away from sweeping the playoffs, and Candace Parker hasn't played a single game. You know how wild that is? It's pretty crazy. So I'm just saying, there's nothing to be excited about for the Liberty if they get buried at home in game three and that carries over. Uh I don't think Sandy's a good coach, but this is a good spot for her to at least win one game because maybe the Aces are already fantasizing about this game. If they just make their shot, she ain't got a coach. That's fair, but I'm saying I think the Aces could also maybe be already fantasizing about the confetti. So we'll see what happens, but... I'm going to lean to the over. I don't feel great about it, but I do think it's pretty interesting that the Liberty, after getting buried in the final six quarters, are only two and a half at home. If this doesn't go right, Sandy Brandello will probably be coaching one of the expansion teams. 
in in twenty twenty. So you think that her job is actually on the line if they lose if they lose game three or get blown out in game three? I don't think it's on the line, but if they don't if they don't win this game, I can't possibly see any situation where they're just completely better next year and they're and it, it is anything different. Like I, I really can't see it. Like you gotta figure it out. Like you gotta figure it out in this game for me. I think it's the the I don't want to compare it to like Missoula against Spolstra or like Budenhoser against Spolstra, but you're watching these games and you're just like, oh, Sandy doesn't have a chance. At least yeah. the first two games is what I've noticed. So I'm hoping for her pride perspective, she can put together a good game. But Missoula actually sucks. Yeah, no, Missoula sucks. I don't too. think Sa- I, don't, I don't. I don't think Sandy sucks. I just think Sandy's that not bad, she gets exposed. She yeah. gets exposed, just like in hey, another winning time reference when uh, Jack McKinney exposed uh, Paul Westhead. That's what. That's what she's doing. She's just getting exposed. All right, Scott, let's get into player props. Let's. Uh, I mean, I'm. I'm she cashed for his last game. There, they are. They want Jockwell Jones to have a good game, and they would prefer to limit everybody else. I don't see another situation where Jockwell Jones doesn't go off again today. Well, John Quell has been the only player who's shown up on a regular basis for the Liberty, so she's cool in my book as far as I'm concerned because she's still doing her thing with the points and the rebounds. I guess my question for you is if you are picking the Liberty to win, are you picking Brianna to go nuts? Are you picking Unescu, all the above? Because I feel like MVP kind of has to show up in a home elimination game, doesn't she? I think it's everybody, but I, I, I'm, I'm done with MVP, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't fair. trust MVP. I'm really good. I don't trust MVP at all. Give me Becky's been Jones. constantly making comments about Asia and how third place was a joke in the MVP. It just feels I'm actually, like... So I actually think there's a world of possibility where Asia comes out here and has 40 today. I feel like, once again, that kind of goes back to how good Becky Hammond is because she's also a good motivator, and it appears that Sandy can't motivate anybody because the Liberty mm-hmm. have no-showed the last six quarters of the finals in a series, but Hammond just feels like she has a completely fundamental understanding of her team. She knows mm-hmm. exactly how to push her team. She knows exactly how not to push her team, and it feels like Sandy spent the entire regular season kind of like half-tinkering, but... Mm-hmm doesn't really know how to deal with any adversity at all. And that's kind of concerning for me, but I think Asia could be in line for a good game, but it also depends once again, if you think the Liberty are fully able to give the effort that they need to give to avoid nomination at home, because we've seen at home, the Liberty can beat this ACES team quite mm-hmm. comfortably, but it is the finals. And there are some questions about the overall pride and just overall mental fortitude of this Liberty team. I hope they show up, but we'll see. You think they're going to show up? So, right? like I was saying, well, I'm, yeah, I think they're, I think they'll show up. So, Jacqueline Jones, I like her points over, over fifteen and a half minus one minus one twenty five. I'm sorry there, and I also like Benajelani. I think that is the other person that's going to step up. I think we're going to get one of Stewie or Ionescu, but it's going to be really Benajelani and. Jacqueline Jones doing what they've basically been doing all playoffs. Elijah Laney, over one and a half threes. It's a little bit juiced, minus 142. But she's hit this prop in five of eight playoff games already. It, I've seen her in New York. She feeds off the crowd. They give her the opportunity because of all the people to leave open. She and Courtney Vandersloot are consistently open on the three-point line because that's who they want taking the shot. 
and they come up big in these instances. I kind of want to take a little on Courtney Vandersloot threes, but I didn't see anything there. And I will actually take Benajelani up one more spot to three made threes at plus 198. And she's uh, she's hit that multiple times in the playoffs. I'll get that number for you. But that's a really nice dog price that I like for Benajelani, who I think can really, really get going from three this game. So in Benajelani, three plus threes, plus 198, I'm sorry, plus 198 for three plus threes and over one and a half at minus 142. So win or lose, we both agree that the Liberty offensively are going to look sharper. And I think because of that, I have to go to Vandersloot assists. Five and a half for Vandersloot? That's so disrespectful on so many levels. Is that really? Yeah, it's five and a half. I got to oh, go with God. the over. I just want to read off some trends here. Uh, so mm-hmm. even though the Liberty have lost uh, each of the first two games, she did have six in the first game. Only mm-hmm. at four in game two, but the entire team no-showed. So I'm not going to really read into it that much. To go through the actual numbers this season... Vandersloot has played in 48 games. Do you want to guess how many games she's gone over five and a half assists? Uh, all of them. 41. 85% of games she's gone over five and a half this season. If you want to go through the last 10, seven out of 10. Last 20, 16 out of 20. Like, I understand the argument is that the Liberty have been. What bad. is the argument? No, the argument, the, I guess, argument? <laughs> the argument is that the Liberty have been bad and she had four last game. So, But my argument is the Liberty should have looked sharper offensively, worst-case scenario at home. Give me Vanderswood five and a half assists. I mean, she's going to have to play a bunch of minutes. She's still the point guard. She's actually done well assist-wise against the Aces. She's had mm-hmm. at least six assists in five of the last six games against the Aces. Five and a half is so disrespectful. Give me Vanderswood over five and a half assists as my main prop. Man, I'm looking somewhere and I see her eight at plus two thirty-five. Like that's just insane to me. That's a minus one fifteen price for Courtney Vandersloot, and it's at plus two thirty-five. Yeah, Scott, I'm with you. I, I tried to prelim- I tried to get our underdog lineup early and get it going. They don't have just pure assists for underdog, which is crazy. They do have her points and assists at 16, but they don't have just pure The problem, of course, is that she's annoying. actually going to score, which is always the problem yeah. for Vanderson. No. But it's annoying. All right. Yeah. Before we get into our lock dog and prop, got to talk to the people about the game time app because this is the place where tickets just don't be stressed. You shouldn't be stressed trying to buy tickets. This should be a very quick and easy process, and game time makes that for you because guess what? You can get your sports ticket, your music ticket, comedy tickets, theater tickets, whatever you can get. They're all last-minute tickets, and they're the best price guaranteed. And if you don't get the best price, let's let, let's just see, say that you go and you find a better ticket. Underdog will credit you 110% the, distant, the difference. And look, that's how you know they're a good company. That's how you know they will take care of you. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Again, create an account and use and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. I think I said underdog earlier. Game Time. Download the Game Time app. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Enter a parlay idea into their revolutionary parlay optimizer tool, and they will break down the hit rate for the entire parlay. I played the Baltimore Ravens first half earlier, and... I just thought it was free yeah. money. Yeah, well free done. money. I well mean, done. come on. Baltimore's been there for the week already, and the Titans just got there. No sweat. No sweat. But guess what? Hall of Fame bets told me that was a great leg to play, and so I threw it in the parlay. And now, 
Now the fun begins. Now we get to the later slate and the real fun begins. Stop betting in the dark. Join the over 3,000 users researching Hall of Fame bets. Download the Hall of Fame bets app and visit hofbets.com. Use codes SGPN for 50% off your first month. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame bets. I'm with Ron. I'm with Ron here. He didn't hear me say it earlier, but I love the team total for Liberty Day. Win or lose, I think they score, and they go down swinging. But we agree on that. We're all on the same page for that one. Yeah, so give me uh, Liberty team total over 84. Man, should I take the first half? Or should I, I was going to ask you where if you actually saw first half team totals because I was trying to look for it and I couldn't find it. Oh, well, let's see if Bet365, because that's normally where I play those. Okay. Let's see if Bet365 will give me one really quick before I lock in the full game. We have... Uh, I mean, their full game team totals at 84.5, so I'm assuming it's going to be close to like 41.5, 40... 42.5 and and at minus okay. 130. I'm going to lock that in. I'm going to lock that in right now. So give me New York Liberty. First half, team total over 42.5, minus 130. I think they 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 come out the gate swing here at home, down 0-2 in the finals, don't want to get embarrassed. They score a bunch of points. That's my lock for my dog. I know what I want to do. I just got to get the number for it. I think you're going to take like Liberty to win between like 1 and 10 or something. I was going to do 1 and 10. I, I was going to do some type of – like, what's the chance? Like, I've seen this Liberty team blow this team out. What every like? What if we they? So here's my thing. We remember the Dallas Wings game. I was stu- I was stuttering like hell for a second, but because I remember the Dallas Wings game, and Dallas probably would have won that game by ten plus if they scored in the final four minutes. Yeah, they literally went scoreless for the final four and a half minutes or five minutes. It was bad. For my dog, give me New York Liberty by eleven plus at five to one. 11 plus. Okay. All right. You think they have a I mean, full comeback? I mean, everybody okay. knows that everybody knows I'm sprinkling on the money line. So, like, and it's a really soft money line at plus 110. So, you know, I'm not about to do that. And I really don't like playing the game of the one between 10. Like, just give me 11 plus And let's just say that, like, the Aces pack this in. Like, it gets into the third quarter. The Liberty are up 10. You know, in the fourth quarter, they're up 10. And then the Aces just say, all right, like, we already have a two-game win. We only need to win one of these games. It's so easy to just pack it in. Like, so, yeah, pack it in, 5-1. All right, and your prop? I am going to Benajulating over one-and-a-half threes. Minus 145. She's, I told you five of eight. Oh, I don't have this in underdog. I'm going to have to find another underdog play. But that's going to be my prop for the day. Benajulating over one and a half threes. I'm also taking her three plus at plus 198 as well. That's the real sad part about the game, by the way. This might be the final underdog lineup we give out. Yeah. 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 It really might. Wow. I didn't even think about that. Uh, and Daniel's in the chat. So defense doesn't travel when you have the best record in the league. No, it doesn't actually, because they've been really, they, I mean, it's just the thing. Like they haven't been that good defensively, like on the road. Like they, by the way, I do want to point out Daniel, since I actually do like the first half for the Liberty as well, even though the Liberty have gotten absolutely destroyed on the, based on the final score in the first two games, you know, they've actually scored at least 44 points in the first half in each of those two games. (laughs) <laughs> the Liberty have actually been good in the first half. They had a lead. They, can't they stop had a lead anybody. in one. Yeah. They had a lead in the first one. Game one, so. they had a bunch of points in the first half. Game two, despite despite giving up 38 points in the first quarter, they actually still went over this number in game two. 
for the first half team total. So this one's too short, just simply put, because even if they get buried, I do think the Liberty can score in the first half. I'm going with the first half team total over as my lock as well. Okay. Uh, it's at, you said it was 42 and a half. Oh, Lamar just threw a pick. This is how you let this is how you let teams back in the game. This is why the, this is why I'm really annoyed with the Ravens. Like this is how you let teams. That, back why? Because it happens every single week against bad teams. Yeah, like literally every week. Every week. But anyway, he said it was 42 and a half at minus 130. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I'll take the over on that for the Liberty first half team total. Once again, despite getting curb stomped in these two games, they have gone over this number in the team total for the first two games. So this number's too low. Just simply put. So I'll go with the Liberty first half team total over my dog. I mean, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a baby dog, but I, I really wanted a Liberty first half money line, but I, I don't think I can get away with that here because you're just gonna mock me. So I can't yeah, do that. I, am. <laughs> I, I am. know. <laughs> I, it's not, I mean, it's, it's not even like a minus price. Like, I can't even. Because the line just moved to one and a half. Like you're not getting. You know, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm not. not I'm not gonna get that. that. I'm not letting you. Um, you could take a. You could. You could take an alternative. I give you an alternative. What's the Liberty minus four and a half in the first half? Let's see here. Alternative point spread. Liberty minus four and a half. Well, I don't have a minus four and a half, but I have a minus three and a half at plus 175. I think you'll like that. That's first half? Yes. I'll take that. I'll take the Liberty first half. Minus three and a half. They have to bring it. Like if if they're down 15 or down 10 after the first quarter, they're getting killed. (laughs) <laughs> like they're they're gonna get killed in this game and lose by thirty. Yeah, Daniel, I don't trust the Liberty because they've shown me nothing in the first in the last six quarters. But if you want to go based on spots, we talk about this in the NBA playoffs all the time. Teams down two nothing, returning to home, really good in the first half. I feel like it's a yep. pretty similar spot. The Aces might potentially. I know they're a veteran team that's been there before. Maybe they've already started fantasizing about the parade. Because they just think that they're going to win the series, and they just completely no-show the first 20 minutes. That is possible. But the Liberty have to show something. And offensively, they have shown something in the first uh, half of each of the first two games. So I'm going to double down a bit on the Liberty first half, but I'll go in different angles. And my prop, I got to go Vandersloot assist. It's at 5.5 at minus 115 on DraftKings. Mm-hmm. Once again, she's gone over this number. In 41 of 48 games this year, mm-hmm. 85% of games she's gone over. I got to take the over for Vandersloot. She's going she's gonna to play a bunch of minutes. I'm expecting the Liberty to score more points. She went over in game one despite them getting buried. I got to take Vandersloot over five and a half because wh- whether it works out or not, she has a big say and a big role in this offense, maybe mm-hmm. bigger than it should be. But you see Inescu standing in the corner a lot. You see Vandersloot initiating the offense a lot. I think five and a half assists too low. I'll take the over. Whew. Hey, underdogs catching up to the Scott. We've given out, I think, three props already, and none of them are an underdog. Not not right. They, they yeah, should have they're... an extra amount of plays because there might be the final line of the season. Okay, let's see here. Um, man. They really don't. I mean, we can do John Coyle points and rebounds at 28. Uh, I do kind of like that. I mean, she's going to get the boards regardless. Like she's going to, I think she's locked in for at least 10 boards. I think she is too. So 18. Yeah. Let's just roll the dice. I like it. Higher. Jacqueline Jones, 28 points and rebounds. I mean, she had 22 and 10 last game. She's, she's the only player who's showing up for the first two games. Yeah. She's going to keep going. Uh, I don't really like Benajelani's points at 14 and a half. I think I just, I want, I prefer the threes. 
The argument um, would be the volume because she went four fifteen last game, so you're just expecting her to just keep shooting. But I feel like one of these aces games, we faded Courtney Vandersloot's nine and a half points. I think we I thought about it. Uh, was that a regular season game, or was that? I think it was a regular uh, season game. It might have been Commissioner's Cup title. I'm not sure, but yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember how that went for us, but I'm pretty sure we faded it. More I mean, Vandersloot had ten points last game, but she went two of ten. I don't think she should be shooting. Let's just I call know. our shot. Let's call our shot with Serena, man. She's so got three of nine point. with nine points. So I don't like Vandersloot scoring either. But Unescu's got to do something. Yeah, let's go higher, fifteen and a half for Serena Unescu. She's got to show up in one game. Okay, no so way she two. goes all three games. So that's two. Give us one more. Want to take a lower on Aces side? It's either a lower or we back one of the Aces players to show up because I am kind of leaning towards either Asia or Plum. Let's just back go Asia. Asia really should like. There, there, there is a world possible. Or points. They don't have it. Oh, they don't have it? Of they don't. Points, points and rebounds, points, rebounds, and assists. There are a bunch of haters on this damn platform. Okay. Let's, let's, go, with, let's go with Asia, man. She's, right. she's going to try to show out. We'll go with the third-place MVP finalist. It's really crazy. <laughs> All right. Sabrina Nescu, higher, 15.5 points. John Cole Jones, higher, 28 points and rebounds. Asia Wilson, higher, 23.5 points. Six to one, underdog contest. You're welcome. Scott, anything else for the people before we get up out of here? Actually, yes. Since since this might be the final game that we cover, we need a full-on chat underdog contest lineup. So leave your plays. Yeah, leave your plays as I say the rest of this, and we'll see if we can get that in before we go. But you all know where to follow us. He's at Rice Radio. I am really real underscore underscore. And... I mean, for the seven people that are rocking with us in the chat on this Sunday morning before football, appreciate y'all like the video on your way out. For the, anybody that comes through before game three of the finals, make sure you like the video. And for all the people catching this wherever you get your podcast, make sure you go ahead and leave us a five-star rating and review right there in your podcast app. I do want to ask you, by the way, as we're kind of waiting to see if anybody leaves some plays for the community contest entry, assuming worst-case scenario, that the Aces win and the season's over. When would you want to aim for a recap episode? Because mm. we it can depends. do it, it whenever. Depends. So. It depends. It depends when how bad they, the Liberty lose. If the Liberty like gets we'll be smoked today, for a bit. yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna need some time if the Liberty gets smoked. But if, if it's a close game and it's a good game, we might can knock this out. So you know, Monday, Monday morning, or something. Yeah. Like that. So we'll probably aim at some point early next week, unless we are just crying for. I don't know, maybe a day. At least there's NFL right. on, which might make us feel better. Well, since the chat didn't leave any underdog plays, that means that we're going to have at least a game four. So I'm going to go ahead and end this before y'all try to jinx us, jinx us again. We'll see. We'll be back for game four, guys. We will. We'll be back for game fours. All right. I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way of any podcast. Just going to do like this. Again, we are going to be back for game four. We're out of here.